0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Hello and welcome to the Crazecast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Roxy and today I'm joined by my fellow hosts, Jay and Amber. Hi! Hi, everybody. To keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine, and YouTube the Craze for exclusive interviews as they come up. Today, uh, we are recording at a different time than we usually do uh, because I decided to ruin everything and go on vacation.
2: (laughs) What do you mean ruin? At least you get to go on vacation.
1: Yeah, we expect to hear nothing from you this next week, Roxy. I feel the love. I'm going to get attacked if I do any work. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, as a result, uh, it is nighttime for me, and I may or may not have had a hard seltzer or something. I just woke up maybe
0: 40 minutes ago, guys, so hello. I may not be as energetic as I am usually. I am eating dinner at the moment while we are
2: recording this, so I'm going to be joining Roxy on having a nice cold one in a few.
0: I'm really excited for today's discussion, guys, so let's get into it, because it's going to cause a lot of
1: headaches as Amber said, basically, <laughs> um, there's a lot to say on this topic. But for today, um, our main discussion is going to be all about um, Korean survival shows. So if you have been in the K-pop fandom for any period of time at this point, really, um, you are more than likely familiar with the Produce 101 series. Uh, that has been the biggest one, but it's also not the only one. There have been a myriad of other like survival shows that have been used to create groups uh, for many years now. Um, Probably the earliest one that people remember is going as far back as Big Bang. Um, I do believe that there may have been something before that. I think Ashley mentioned that on the last episode, actually. But that's like the starting point, I want to say, of when it became like such a huge phenomenon. And we have seen in that time it sort of peak as it had I would say it probably peaked around, you know, uh, Produce 101, Season 2, or Season 1, somewhere around there, but then, like, everybody jumped on that bandwagon, so most of your favorite groups more than likely were formed by a survival show.
0: And it's really interesting because we like to talk about how, like, these companies, like, curate these groups, but it's not always the case. Allegedly, this is a thing that, like, with JYP, remember with Ah, 16, how Twice was created. He kicked two members out, remember? And then, like, two members were eliminated, but then those two members were brought back and added back to the lineup.
1: D.Y.P. does that constantly. That's not the only time he did it.
0: He did it to Stray Kids, too. And I think they did it with, did they do it with Mitzi this time around? I don't know. Did you guys follow Mitzi? I did not,
1: so I'm not not sure.
0: But he kicks two out and then brings two back all the time. Wait, so, who did he she, kick
1: out for twice?
0: Somi was kicked out but was not brought back. He uh, didn't think, like Somi,
1: did he? Good God.
0: It was Momo and... Ch- uh, I can never say her name. Zui? Zoo- Chewy? Chewy, Zui. Zoo- yes. Chewy. They were kicked out and brought back. He kicked out Momo? And look at that? She's like one of the most popular members. Yeah, but and I'm also looking at the ranks of uh, 16. Some of them actually made... Uh, Ch- 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 Rang. Um She's in uh It'sy,
1: right it's like she eventually debuted but i mean look how long it took if she was part well, of 16 and didn't debut until you know Itzy came out
0: um and then natty who was who appeared on idol school what and 16 she eventually just debuted on her own and then Cha Yun, who was on 16 ended up debuting in eyes One.
1: She and Chae Young are uh, sisters. Aren't they twins?
2: It's either they're twins or they're like a year apart and they look exactly
0: the same. And Natty even left JYP. So, I don't know. These survival shows, do you think they're good for the K-pop ecosystem? Or do you think they do more harm than good?
1: I personally have watched a few myself. So, like, I am not the biggest fan of Icon. I don't, like, hate them or anything. I'm just, like, you know, they're, I just, they're not my jazz. Uh, especially with you know what happened to hanbin i'm like really not cool with that and i hate yg in general like this is well known i hate yg so like can't <laughs> us getting any yg groups ever <laughs> i mean i still like the music they put out and stuff it's just like it it takes a little bit more effort to sort of get in it and the chances of me actually standing are not as high um but i did watch icons um survival show they were in two actually which one <laughs> yeah so um the the first survival show was between winner and icon basically uh yes. which was team a and team b and if i remember correctly team b won but yg was like no team a is gonna debut because who cares uh and team right. a turned out to be winner
0: <laughs> and then that was the same tv show where we got introduced to got 7
1: oh yeah i love that clip you see the little yeah. the tiny little got seven boys um, going and doing like a little competition with the YG trainees, but... Babies. Back on track, I watched the second one, which was like the actual formation of Icon, which that show was literally just YG trying to fuck everything up, because like... Which the- is he not? <laughs> That's fair, but like to an even more intense extent, because the only person that was added to the lineup that had not been in the first survival show was, um, yeah, so Chan I think he goes by
0: Chan now. He changed yeah. his name.
1: They all changed their names, and I hate it. <laughs> he goes. He goes by Chambu. or his name is Chamu. I don't know how to words. Uh, but, but the point was, the whole thing of that was YG just testing the other members who were already um, had already built a bond from the last survival show. So like at some point he just threw in Hong Sok. I'm sure you all know Hong Sok from Pentagon before yeah. he debuted. He was thrown into this survival show at YG and literally it was like the worst thing I've ever seen because all of the icon members hated him for no reason. It was like being in high school. Like they just It's like what happened with I am in No Mercy. Yeah, except in that case they ended up loving him. In this case, they just hated him until they kicked him out. It was just awful. It made me feel sad inside. Oh. But Aww. because because of that I think actually that was probably the main reason I never straight up watched survival shows because I was afraid of getting attached to somebody that was going to get like the shit kicked out of them. Because like, if you don't make the full lineup, you just get, you get destroyed. Basically, they just step on your dreams and make you think that you're not good enough for anything. And I really hate it. It like,
0: it makes me wonder though, because like some of these groups go on to like, get like stupid amounts of popularity uh, but not all of the groups that are made are made to like stay together you know some of them are like y'all are a permanent group now but then in recent years we've had that Nah, you guys are just together for a little bit and then we're going to tear you all the pieces
1: I hate that too so like they added another thing so like I hated the original thing and then they added something that made me hate it more It's like, so
0: we've got the ones that made the permanent groups and I don't hate those in all entirely. Like it made me cry watching No Mercy because goddamn. But the more recent trend of we're just gonna put y'all together and then disband you in a couple years makes me hurt. I'm like.
1: Did that start with IOI? Yeah. From what I understand, the basis of that is that All of these trainees come from a different company, so because of that, the company wants their idol back at some point. Right, but if they had the intentions
0: of getting their idol back, why don't they just debut them before they get sent to these shows? It makes me think that like these hell on the idol's mental health is just because their companies are too lazy to promote them properly.
2: Going back to your previous uh, question, Amber, about whether they're good or not. I mean, I guess it depends because like you guys were talking about, like some of these groups are created where you're only going to like be together for a certain period of time. I still say justice for IOI. I think that they deserved a longer period of time. I was just like, you had 101 and Eyes 1 with a longer contract, and I'm like, and you you had IOI with a contract of, what, 11th months, right? Something like that. They, I mean, they
1: definitely deserve more time, especially considering that their popularity skyrocketed toward the end of their it, contract.
2: Exactly.
1: Right.
2: And it was just like, you knew that, like, after, like, you knew the success of pr- the Produce series after they produced IOI you knew it was already going to be something so huge and it's just like you would think that oh these I understand like technically IOI was the guinea pigs for the Produce series but it's just like you would bank on the fact that you have such a popular girl
0: group and why would you want to disband them so
1: short
2: yeah, yeah
0: and it makes me so frustrated because like we don't have a lot of girl groups that stay together the
2: fact that Afterwards, like when the produce groups, uh, I think we talked about it just a little bit, um, after the produce groups disbanded, right? And, you know, either some go off to do solo, some go back to their respective groups and everything, or groups are technically formed around that produce member. And Mm -hmm. I (laughs) uh, I do think it's kind of unfair that at this point, it's like part of me is just like, just go solo. Or if you're gonna, like, you know, some groups have done it where they include a couple of members in one group. But I just feel like because that these members participated in the produced series, that's the driving force for their popularity. And it feels like, oh, it's so-and-so and and the boys or it's so-and-so and and the girls. Like, you don't get that equal attention from all of the members like whereas you know when a group just um when a group just debuts and like let's say it's just not made by a, a, a survival show it's like okay it's fair game it's for you to choose who is your favorite whereas when these groups debut with a produce member in the group it's like oh hey so and so from produce 101 is in this group let it be the driving factor into letting this group be popular, and sometimes it can shoot them in the foot.
1: Oh, absolutely. Speaking of that, because it's very true, could either of you name me a member from Wiki Mickey that is not Yun or Yujung? Nope. Nope. <laughs> so that's like a perfect example. Because
0: <laughs> I'm just like, I was thinking like, do, do I know anything from that group? Your point on the popularity, but I want to ask you this, how does that work with groups that send their members prior? So let's talk about obtention. Um, and newest.
1: So I think that newest sort of set the standard on that because like the the original concept essentially of Produce 101 um in the first season was that it was all trainees, right? There was no no uh like already debuted idols that were a part of it. Right. So in Produce 101 season 2, newest was the only group that did that. And as a result of doing that, they basically saved their career.
0: Right, I was so sad watching Jr. talk about it, and I'm just like, my little middle was that middle school for me, or like little freshman in high school when newest song's face came out. I'm just like, I was bopping to that. Like, if you guys don't know the song Face, you're missing out because Face was that shit in 2012. Watching them talk about that, I'm like, why did Pleasance fuck you guys up but do so well with 17?
1: So seventeen's the only group that Pletus has ever done well with because they com- they royally screwed up. Preston, like, yeah. and after school, and oh, after yeah. school, oh yeah, we didn't for even God's think.
0: Of- it's because seventeen's like, fuck y'all, we're doing it ourselves.
1: I respect that.
0: Hopefully, now that they're under some new guidance, they won't fuck a new group up. I mean, going a little off topic, we, we
2: can expect a new girl group to come out soon. Don't oh God, Playist, Pletus-
0: don't know which label, but. Pletus better not come out with a girl group. They can't do girl groups right.
1: Let Source Music do it. They know how to do it.
0: Yes, give them to the G. Let G Friend have a sister group. But Okay, so I want to go into specifically the produce groups. We know what happened with IOI. Like, Somi, she's popular ish. Who else came out of IOI? Chung'a, right?
1: Chung'a is queen.
0: Chong'a has got such. A major pop, like she is so popular these days. Who else came out of I.O.I. that's doing really good?
1: I named um, the Wiki Mickey members.
0: <laughs> so that's so we got four. We out have of Sejong.
2: Sejong is doing really good, at least acting wise. Sejong,
1: okay. Sejong is doing well in her solo career. Gugudan is not doing so well at all.
0: Yeah. So there's that, um, which proves that being in a produce group doesn't necessarily make your group popular there so, were
1: there were the priston girls that got fucked over
0: yeah that,
2: uh, i believe that, pinky did a chinese survival show
0: didn't she go on idol producer something like
2: that uh well pinky or keolkyung as her other name um yeah she did a her and then i think it was another a different girl group though uh girl group member they did a chinese pro- like similar to produce 101 they did another one of those too. and i believe they're they gained popularity there but i haven't really heard anything from from them since then i know that they're still under Pletus i believe
1: i have one here for you that i don't think anybody remembers which is kind of crazy uh chayeon yes not- it's right yeah she-, <laughs> she went oh she went
0: to dia yeah,
1: no, she or was DIA. in Dia, so oh. I take back what I said about newest, so Dia sent their members to Produce 101, oh. I believe.
0: I mean, they resurrected themselves from the grave recently.
1: Yeah, but they're still having trouble getting, like, regular popularity. Yeah, so she debuted with Dia first. So that's a name that you don't hear people talking about. And then the other one is uh, Sohei, who decided not to be an idol, and she went into acting, and I don't know if I've seen her in any major dramas.
0: Recently, there's nothing coming out, so...
1: But, I mean, that just goes to show that there's, like, a handful that come out from the super popular group that go on to become even more popular, and then most of them still sort of fall by the wayside anyway.
0: Right, so I'm just like...
2: Um... I'm gonna veer off the produce series just a little bit. A, a survival show that I actually liked the concept for, and was hoping it would gain more traction was the unit. Uh, that was one of the uh, survival shows that I did watch. I didn't.
0: Isn't re-watch. that the one that Ace went? Well, Ace went to both of them, right?
1: I thought Ace went to Mix Nine.
0: But then they sent someone. But they sent too. Yeah, they sent
2: Ace. Oh gosh. I Chan their
0: and uh, I think June. June? And yeah,
2: June. No, there was June, only two members.
0: They split. The there two too- went to each cell. Yeah, so two, debuted-
1: two would have gone to the unit and three to Mix Nine.
0: Yeah, and Chan debuted in a unit group for a little bit because I remember because he wasn't in the Take Me Higher promotions.
2: I liked their concept only because it was mostly primarily all group like the concept of it or for those who haven't watched it the concept is former group members or groups that are struggling already debuted they've already had their name or up and coming rookie groups and they're just trying to put their name on um for instance VICTED, i believe was on it
1: um does that include all the ones that went on to produce x-101
2: I'm pretty sure that they did end up going there afterwards. Hangil ended up debut, or he ended up with UNB for a bit, and then he ended up debuting with X1 later on in the Produce series. Um, but I, I really feel bad for it. him. He's debuting. He has to re He already did with a. He's now in a duo. Right, boy, B.O.Y. Um, I think, and like. I like the unit because it was two separate groups. So, you, it was at the same time, there was a girl group being made and there was a boy group made, being made. And they were all current idols that have made their, like, they've already debuted and everything. And they're just trying to form this super group of a girl group and a boy group. And um, for instance, this one of the most super popular girls, and now she, we don't know where they are, was Uijin from Sonamu. And she
1: did
0: so Sonomu, well. no. they didn't do them well. Um. Okay, first of all, Sonomu,
1: Sonomu is under TS. So that's the reason they disappeared. And we're probably never going to see him again. So, like, don't get attached there.
2: Right. But she did so well in the series. And it's just like, oh, God, these girl groups. Um. Some other girl. Now, the girl group who was known as Good Day, I believe, they re-debuted as, oh, gosh. They recently redebuted. Their name escapes me because I wanted to talk to them as a rookie group or on the podcast. God, it's just gonna bug me. But they they were formerly known as another as the girl group Good Day, and they redebuted with um, a new girl under a new name and added, I believe, two members. And they're doing pretty well now.
1: That so would be like, signature for anybody that's curious. And was,
2: yeah, I was like oh yeah, they are doing pretty well. They're doing pretty well now, and it, I I just like the platform that they have, that it gave people like the chance to be reintroduced to some of these um, members, and there were a lot of faces. Hotshot members were part of it. Um, oh, If anybody remembers the solo uh, solo artist Ju, which is Ilhun from B 2 B's sister,
0: a lot of good groups came out of that.
2: And- okay,
0: I I will make I will rule that unit is not the evil is not an evil show and that we could see something like that happen again. It just, I guess where it fell
2: short was how they promoted it because obviously the boy group is always going to do better than the girl group.
1: It had potential.
0: Well, out of C9, there is another another survival show refocused group in there too. CIX comes out of C9 and that's got Beijing Young in it.
1: And that's the driving factor because Bae Jin Young got injured and they postponed their latest comeback and have not told anybody when it's happening again. And it's all because of Bae Jin Young.
0: And Bae Jin Young was the popular member from Wanna One. So like I see like the the signature girls are doing well. But do you think they're doing as well as the CIX boys? Absolutely from the not. same company. Absolutely not. No. Do you think these shows are good for their girl groups or good for their good or do you think produce-esque shows, survival shows, that form these temporary groups? We're not gonna talk about the permanent groups. Well, maybe we should. That form the permanent groups, do they think they do better than the like, do you think they're better for the male artists or the female artists?
1: It's kind, of, it's rough um, because, I don't know, I guess, you know, as women, a lot of us tend to trend toward the boy groups just naturally. Um, maybe, I don't know, that sounds a little off to me, but like there just seems to be more hype around it and people seem to get more attached to these boy group members Like individually, so as soon as that they they disperse, people are interested in what exactly they're going to do next, and I'm not sure I see that as much with the girls. I think that IOI is the exception to that. I think, like IOI, basically made the entire country fall in love with them, (laughs) and so they have, they sort of have the thing that the boy groups are born with, if that makes sense. I I do
0: want to say though, IOI, I do not praise this man often, but IOI had the magic girl group creator as one of the puppet masters, JYP, like what girl, like he made twice. He's made Itzy. Um, All of his girl groups tend to last a long time. So like, I feel like his magic touch there. I do not praise this man often, but when I do, it's because he actually does good things. I do want to say, like, I guess sometimes it
2: also depends. It's just girl groups have to get the timing right in the season of K-pop, you know? It just depends on when are they going to debut and what season they're coming out in and what kind of concept they have. I mean, it goes for the boy groups too, but I feel like when it comes to girl groups, it's getting the timing right because I think with boy groups, they can debut at any time. And, you know, like Roxy said, they tend to get more of the hype around it. So it's like these ladies have to kind of figure out the formula of getting the timing right and getting the right type of concept. And what, like, you know, we saw an influx of Girl Crush concepts come out within the last couple of years. Prior to that, it was the whole schoolgirl, mm-hmm. kind of very cutesy, bubbly type of thing that we saw And so it's like, it's kind of like, who's going to be the first girl group to do this kind of situation.
0: I also think the issue with that kind of comes from, we can go on a whole discussion about this, but I don't know if it's our place, but like the gender expectations of people in Korea. So I feel like that could definitely take a, take, be an issue that comes to girl group versus boy group popularity. Um, Also, the fact that most girl groups that come out are created by men. So they don't know how to market to what the other girls may want to listen to, but that's neither here nor there.
2: You touched on it marketing that's the other factor that drives these groups how are how well are they marketed because it like it goes with the hype like depending on how well you're marketed determines also how popular you're gonna be, and just having it centered like for instance behind a popular girl group. That, that may be a driving force, but it, like I said, it can shoot you in the foot later because do these, do these people
0: blend together? Do they work together? It's like the mix that they do, like groups. Companies will throw these girls together. They think they have like a chemistry, but girls will get catty if it doesn't work. The boys will just be like, let's put some gloves on and take this outside and then be done and over with it. It's the girl groups that have, like, I hate to bring this up, but, like, the situation that's happening with AOA, like, the whole mixture of that group was completely off.
1: Or Jimin was just an asshole.
0: That, too, but
1: still. Also, members could
0: have been bystanders and they just let it happen. Right, but in the prop, like, if the mix was done, like, do you think they would have settled, let something like that, a boy group happen?
1: Would boy groups do something like that? I mean, has there ever been a... I just wonder if there's ever been some sort of scandal where like uh, a member of a boy group has come out and said like I was being mistreated by other members. You know what I mean? Like I
0: mentioned, I feel like the boys would be like you you're going to fuck with me, let's go outside. Like they'll we don't know what happens when the cameras are off in these shows.
1: I mean, like, I know I know that there have been situations where boy group members don't like each other. <laughs> That's been very clear before. And um, just beat each other's ass when the cameras are gone. I mean, I I don't know if I should say this, but, like, I wholly support that. Like, okay, if you have to work with somebody and, like, you can't get away from that, but you got beef, like, it's better to fight than to hold that shit in because we see what that's done to Mina. (laughs) So, like, I fully support the boys beating the shit out of each other when the camera's off if that helps them deal with their current situation.
0: Exactly. And a lot of people forget that these, these people are put together to work. They aren't meant to be friends. Like, sometimes friend groups come out of it, but, like, look at groups that have disbanded that they're, like, they don't really talk to each other.
1: Think and about it from a personal perspective. Like, when you go into your workplace, you have a handful of people that you have to deal with. How often are those people, like, your very best friends? Like, realistically Not speaking? often. No.
0: <laughs> exactly. So it's just, like, if I had to see my coworkers every day of the week, of course I'm going to beat someone's ass that day.
2: Not only see them, but live with them also. Uh,
1: That's a lot of one person, man. That's too much for my (laughs) introvert ass.
0: (laughs) It makes me like some groups like Monster X, didn't they all
1: just move off to their own places now? You know, one thing I've seen is people getting really upset when idol groups like move out of their dorm and go go their separate ways. I'm like, my dude, they probably were like choking each other yesterday and that's why they all moved out.
2: Like, people forget that BTS isn't... I mean, they have a communal dorm, but they all don't live with each other anymore. They all have their own places.
1: They can afford it, that's why.
2: Um, Isn't it that they all live in the same, like, building, just in different, like, spots?
1: Probably for security reasons.
0: Right. They all live in Hanum Hill. My favorite thing is, like, Mamamoo. They all live by themselves.
1: If you think about it... Yeah, if you think about it, that's actually better for your mental health. And I mean, a lot of these idols can put on these personas that they love everybody around them all the time. But like, deep down, we all know that all of us, regardless, introvert, extrovert, at some point, like, need to fuck off by ourselves.
0: Exactly. We're like, fuck you. Peace out. I mean,
2: there has been an influx of a lot of shows that have come out. Sometimes, I think you ask the question, like, are these good for the industry? I guess it just depends. It really depends because it's like, now there's such a saturation of these, like, these produce groups that, or produce S groups that have come out that it's just like, it's, we don't see, like, the organic, like, they've been training for years together, right and then debut come out
0: okay I'm gonna ask this because this might help focus our discussion a little better these survival shows when they go on to create a temporary group do you think they're good for the k-pop ecosphere
1: monetarily wise maybe um just because you get even further reach once they break up and do new stuff I get attached to groups so like one of these survival groups that I got super attached to was JBJ. And like, it was like intense and quick and they lasted maybe a year, a year and a half. It was not a very long time. Their song, that song flower. My flower, that shit is a banger. And if that's not on your playlist, you're wrong. (laughs) But, (laughs) but no, I, I think that a lot of people get emotionally attached to a group dynamic, which you can see with BTS exploding. Um, and don't like when that gets thrown out the window so
0: we're gonna get kind of specific here um with these groups so we know of these other offshoot like quote survival or i'm gonna call them american idol esque groups because we've got groups like i pretty rap star high school rapper show me the money how it's one person that makes it out but let's talk specifically the ones that make the groups more recently one the produce series came under fire for accusations of vote manipulation how did you guys feel when that news came out
1: i knew it not surprised surprised at all because
2: i mean i like i don't want to get too far into like thinking oh who like you know it should have been this this and this member who made it I mean underlying we all know who you know
0: well well there was a thing that came out I don't know if you guys watched 101 like I did I was on that shit like crazy but if you remember that there was a graphic that got leaked do you guys remember that the poster of the final lineup for 101 that got leaked that had three members changed out. It ha- The original one had dong Hall and JR and Samuel on it, but it then was switched out for ha Sung un Kim Ji-sung, and one more. I don't remember who the last one was.
1: I kind of vaguely remember that, but I f- don't remember oh. what happened.
0: Kim Ji, they said, like, oh, it was a coincidence. Quen- like it was a mistake, but it makes people think that there was like a issue with it. Um, it was, the ones that got switched out were Yoon Ji-sung, Kim Jae-won, and Ha sang Un on this, this picture that went viral that was a mistake, according to Mnet. So the whole thing, the whole accusation started when fans noticed that there was a numerical pattern in the final votes casted for x1 and then it was later came out that the lineups of is one and x1 were predetermined like every member in there was predetermined and then we found out that one member in 101 was switched out and two members in ioi were switched out and there was this whole whole blowing up issue that came through it like lots of money um was spent in order to make this couple companies in particular were targeting <coughs> Starship and it's like i was wondering if <laughs> you were going to drop a name <laughs> well Starship and like this is all in legal documents that Starship and MBK and Around Us Entertainment were all under investigation um, because of this whole situation um and people went to jail because of it like recently sentences were issued um on may 29th of this year all eight people who were charged said they were guilty so how does that make you feel like these groups that although we felt like we picked them like the nation's producers um or in some cases the world's producers um created and curated these groups together to find out you had no say in it at all
1: you know it just feeds my nihilism like i'm gonna be totally honest here i was not surprised when i found out i was like of course it's that way because the machine controls everything the government controls everything anyone who has money controls everything so like of course like what we say doesn't matter like it just makes sense in the scope of things everything is awful let's get hit by a meteor tomorrow
2: what about you jay Yeah, definitely. Like it, it was one of those things where like that did not surprise me at all. Because like I said, you you could have you could totally tell like "Mm, something's a bit off about it. And going forward, it's like at this point, like with everything that has happened, like it makes it harder for people to trust these kinds of groups because now it's like whoever has the biggest wallet,
0: right? Point. (laughs) Can we talk about, though, how X1 got the short end of the stick? eyes one is still allowed to promote and do all their stuff, but X1 was like, fuck y'all. Like, the companies of X1. X1 themselves wanted to stay together, but the companies, like, didn't give them a say in the situation. Who made that choice? The companies made the choice,
1: not the idols themselves. Were, was there any, like, cross-company here with these trainees, like the girls and the boys, or were they all completely different?
0: Um, let me, I think, s- does Starship have cross people? Have cr- I think Starship had cross people. Let me double check. Uh,
1: Don't come Starship. at me, listeners. I cannot stand Starship.
0: We have a lot of feelings. We're on day 13 of asking their subsidiary to let us interview a certain idol, so it's okay. Everyone, let's thank Google for the wealth
1: of information. Always. Uh, One thing I did want to mention, though, um, regarding this controversy is that it is true that there was manipulation um, and it was proven, but it is important to note that the idols involved did not know this. So it was their companies that were pulling strings behind the scenes. And I honestly, personally, couldn't think of anything worse than working so hard and thinking, oh my God, I had the capability, I had the talent to make it onto this team, when in reality, my company was, you know, throwing tricks behind the behind the scenes to get me in. So it's very sad, I think, for, for the kids. And I really hope whoever was involved here doesn't know who did it.
2: Not only just like companies, like throwing money behind, um, you know, a specific member, what if you had your other bandmate in the group with you, for example, newest, and it's just like, why couldn't like it, like you threw all your money behind one and not the other? How does that make you feel as an idol? It's like, so you don't value
0: me? You know, I I feel like the reason why only one member made it into like I still think till this day Jr got fucked over. But I think Pletus, this is allegedly powers that be, that Pletus may have been like, we can't have three out of the five newest members in that group. We wouldn't have any people to make money afterwards. So they were like, I personally think they might have done something.
1: Alleged. Everything that we say in this episode is alleged. Nothing is proven. It is alleged. I'm just going to say it again. Speculation. Alleged. Just so, you know. Gotta legally cover our asses. This is all alleged. The powers that be, this is all just speculation. If we're gonna all throw that. that in there, I think that Kim Samuel got fucked over. I never, I didn't watch Produce 101 season two intensely, but I know that he did pretty well. And I think- Oh, he they was on like the him. one
0: of the leaked photos. He was one of the people in the leaked
1: uh, the leaked lineup photo. That's what I'm saying. And I'm wondering if they didn't like him because he was a little bit Mexican. It wouldn't surprise me because- People are going to get angry at me to say this, but Korea doesn't do well with people who aren't full Asian foreigners. I love my dude out there. Love my Mexican boy out there doing his thing in Korea. Keep it up, Samuel King. That's all I want to is say. He,
0: is he even here right now? I thought he was in L.A. Is he in L.A.? He's stuck somewhere. He's,
1: He's stuck, stuck somewhere. But,
2: um, like, also, like, it's just, like, Hello, he like, you know, you could grab a lot of people, especially the international fan base, if you do have an international member on the team, but that can also go into my, I'm going to speak on my thoughts, how I le- like, don't get me wrong. I was really good group, really talented, but I do still think it's a little unfair how you have a girl group cur- curated to help also tackle the Japanese market, but only three of your members are Japanese, at least make it a h- equal half at some point where it's half Japanese members, half Korean members. It's cause it makes sense in that way because you're gonna be promoting in both countries to have at least a balance between members. But lo and behold, they're primarily all Korean members. And I like I don't pay close enough attention to one to like really say like, do the Japanese members get the spotlight, like, they're Korean members. I, like I said, I don't pay attention, and please don't come after me. I just wish that there was a more balanced, um, distribution of Japanese to Korean members.
1: The ironic thing there is that, uh, everybody on the Asian Peninsula over there hates each other, and, like, that hate has gone back, like, thousands and thousands of years, so, like, <laughs> The nationalism that each country has for themselves is, like, not surprising, but it still seems like, I don't know, this day and age, maybe we should all, like, chill out a little bit. Eyes One still is going to take a little research
0: on trying to figure out what companies overlap between these two because Google and Wikipedia are not making this information easy to locate in one page. Um, But I'm looking, um, and it looks like they, like – the Japanese members do have a decent amount of popularity, you know? Like, their live, latest song, uh, story, secret story, I don't, it's a really long title in English, like, but secret it's Secret story swan, of a
2: swan, something like that.
0: Yeah, the swan song, as I'm going to call it. Like, it got so popular. When they were here at Keikana LA tons of
2: fans like i mean i saw the fanboys come out of the work. there was this one fanboy in particular i believe i oh, please don't quote me on this he had a light stick in each member's color hanging from his arm that's how much you knew like this group was popular and like i said i'm not taking away from how popular this group is i cannot deny it. i just wish there was a, dis- a more even distribution Personally, that's my thing about it. But nonetheless, this group is a popular group and they're doing what they're doing. They have to do what they have to do in order to, you know, survive. And I just hope whatever happens at the end of their contract that all of these ladies, you know, that they're successful in their career. Like, I guess I just feel like it's hard for the producer series to come back as, like, a top-ranked producing... I doubt it. I like I highly it doubt happen. it. After everything that has happened, they cannot come back and be like, "Oh, let's do the survival show." And I feel like now, because of everything like that, it makes people weary to it's, survival shows.
0: So let's talk about like um they did World Class as all of this was happening. The show that brought us the tiny, tiny baby rookies too. Like the way they changed their system. Like it's no longer text to vote. You vote in V, in v- Live and there's like industry people that observe them, and that's kind of. And then the other sort. Do we call do we call Queendom and Road to Kingdom survival shows?
2: So I mean, it's it's like a, a newer version of what the unit was trying to do, except instead of instead of creating a new group, it's like here's a platform for these groups to come back better than ever.
1: Right. right. It's more. It's more like. A popularity grab really mm-hmm.
0: so like the way they've changed i feel like mnet's like we're not gonna fuck ourselves over again and they've changed their voting system but like let's talk about how they can't even schedule kingdom because people keep leaking lineups and like schedule overlaps like queendom easy road to kingdom easy but like they have no plans to launch kingdom Anytime this year or within the foreseeable future because they can't get groups to do lineups. So it's because the board groups have learned that MNET likes to fuck them over.
1: I honestly, I feel like people are kind of fed up with it, especially, mm-hmm. you know, after seeing basically what you would consider the king of survival shows just absolutely falling Trumple. down into their own shit. Like they just rolled over and flew into the ocean like it was terrible so right if something that big happens people are not going to want to emulate it again because there's always that fear that it's going to repeat itself no matter what precautions people go through to like ensure that it doesn't because i think humans intuitively know that history repeats itself so like how many times are you going to do something until you go insane
0: The irony of all of this is, like, some of these trainees who have gone through these shows, um, there was talks of a couple of former produce people creating a healing camp-esque show for these former produce, former, like, debut survival show um, contestants to come and, like, deal with the trauma that these shows create. Like, maybe we should reconsider supporting these types of shows if they really do – make these artists go through this type of trauma
1: yeah I can't even imagine like the the thing that gives me anxiety in general is just like when they have to perform in front of the judges and then stand there and listen to all the critiques I can't imagine what toll that takes on you mentally especially when Mm. you work really really hard and then get torn to pieces despite it
0: Imagine your company telling you you're not good enough to debut with us so we have to send you on a survival show to hopefully help you find some talent. That would like
1: I would probably ha- want to die.
0: I'd <laughs> like punch like I'm a mm, I could never be an idol. I have too bad of a temper.
1: I, and you know, now that I think about it, isn't big hit doing a survival show right now in island?
0: Yeah. yeah. Um island. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of shit going on about Island, but that could be a whole nother episode. I assume it's bad. Um, The point where they spent a fuck ton of money on the, like, the housing facilities and the training facility for them, but, like, they're fucking over BTS in certain ways. Like, something about, like, something specifically with Jin. Don't quote me on this. I didn't look into it as much as I probably should have. But, like, K-Army's were pissed the fuck off about about island like really really upset
1: i don't know where i've seen this it must have been on one of these news sites but they have like the weekly rankings and the number one guy has been number one the whole time and i'm like that's suspicious to me <laughs> right it's a hundred percent suspicious like big hit come on you know how there was so much hype around I'm not sure about Produce X 101, but compared to the others, but there was always so much hype over like when the season was starting. And I, I didn't hear shit about Island. All I heard was basically certain news agencies like pushing it into right. the limelight. But like I didn't see any fans or people, you know, in the trenches talking about it at all.
0: I think it's because the K pop ecosphere as a whole is we're just really tired of survival shows. Like, really, really tired of them. Like, let's keep the American Idol-esque shows, but, like, survival debut shows? Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, I would I concur know. with that. I think oh. we should get past that and maybe go back to the roots of building up a group of people from the start. Um, and that, I mean, let's be honest, that tightens a bond, too. Like, you'll have a lot less personal conflicts if you start young on a team rather than if you just throw a bunch of people together like they're going to be clashing personalities and they're going to be people fighting and that's just much more likely if you haven't known a person as long
2: instead of like having shows of um survival shows because yeah i agree with both of you like i'm so tired of survival shows like give me something new or can we do something like similar to how, you know, they're gearing up for their de- their debut, such as, let's go, for example, I'm going to bring up Am- one of Amber, me and Amber's favorite groups. BAP did die it's ba- BAP. And it was more, yes. you know, it was more of like, here's this up and coming group, and they're working towards something. Yes, they had a concept of their alien concept and their Matokis and everything like that added to it. But it was like, here is like this short series, this mini series where you get to see this group come together and work on their stuff. They had mini missions together and hang out. Like you get to see them hang out basically. Or it's kind of like my code name is ATs. Right, or, oh gosh, I know people don't like this when, I, when, when it's brought up or like doing it something like what BTS did with American Hustle Life. At least you got to see them in their element As a group together already. Even though, yes, they were already established by then. Like, let's have shows like that where you get to see how these groups are in the process of debuting already as some group that's been together for quite some time. Give me that. Right.
0: Right. As much as I'm against, like, children going to go through idol debut processes, like, a lot of the new kids are... Um, I think that having that opportunity to, like, grow and thrive together and seeing that, be like, hey, y'all are going to debut together and we're going to follow that. Like, wasn't that – I didn't watch World Class, but was World Class pretty much that? Does anyone World know? Class? Well, okay,
2: I didn't really watch World Class. The only time I really heard about World Class was through KCON. and
1: getting oh, yeah, to- they were at the- KCON. <laughs>
2: Because it was their... God, it was a group of 20, right? Like a 20 boys coming together and only 10 of them are going to make it. And so you, like, in order for people to get hyped up, especially if you bring them to uh, an international stage like KCON, they have exposure to different fans from all over the world. And people get to know who is this group and getting to see them perform in their units and then... Having a moment for them to like, okay, time for you to vote, like mid, you know, mid show. That I thought that was pretty, pretty cool in itself. I was like, oh, that's different, you know. Yes, it was still a survival show, but it's just like at least if you were if one whichever KCON that they performed at, you already were exposed to who these are. And yes, it will be sad when you see a member that you like didn't make it in the end, but. At least we were pre-exposed to the group already.
1: They performed right. for you. They didn't perform at cake on New York.
0: Oh, really? They did. For, no, they I had s- the they had the rookie showcase thing in LA.
1: Oh, okay. Uh no, I remember seeing them in the, the GA crowd, and uh I feel like uh, a girl group was doing a cover of uh Red Flavor, and I just saw some kids with dyed hair like going absolutely bananas. Mm-hmm <laughs> It was great. I was like, what are those? Are obviously idols, but I don't know who they are. But they're like really digging this red flavor.
2: I believe they it's either they did it mid concert or they were the opening act prior. So it gave people the chance to. No, I think they actually were shown on the show where they had the chance to perform in unit stages and you got to see who these members were. And I mean, on the, on the exhibition floor, you got to, uh, I mean, there were a lot of people taking pictures with their standees, but you got to know who they were. Like,
0: I was just looking up a little more because I didn't follow them. The filming took place in Korea, New York, and LA. They had international producers and Korean mentors that did stuff with them as well. Um, Honestly, I'm interested to see how 2 grows. Because they're the latest, they're like the latest survival show. Was it two also on Kingdom? Yeah, they were on Kingdom. It's because they're an Mnet group. So they were automatically given intro into Kingdom. But they're baby. So, of course. Yeah, they got knocked out first. (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel like Mnet's like, let's throw you on here because you have a bunch of senior senior groups on here that are going to have fans watching so let's do exposure time i don't know i'm interested to see how they grow their latest comeback was really good so because i've been watching music shows for an obscene amount of weeks now
1: yeah so we're gonna go ahead and move on to our final topic uh we are bringing back underrated groups this week it's been a couple of weeks uh because we've been busy doing other things Mm. (laughs) um but uh, for this week, rather than an underrated group, we're doing an underrated soloist. So our pick this week is the soloist Hong Unki. Um, he was actually uh, on produce, produce 101. Yeah, he was on Produce uh, 101 season two. Uh, he ranked number 38, uh, though, and was eliminated. And episode eight. Episode eight. And then after that, he joined uh, the project group Reigns, uh, that came out of, uh, Produce 101, that was a, also a temporary group, um, and they disbanded in 2018, and so, those are that was, what? Do
0: you know he was supposed to be in JBJ, but his company said, nah fam, you can't debut with them? I just
1: saw that, and I am so mad about it. (laughs) I wanted to scream. I hate it. (laughs) He would have been such a good fit. He would have. What the fuck? Who was his agency? I got some beef. On. G-O-N. Entertainment. That's the current one. What was the one that stopped no, him? He no,
0: doesn't, he doesn't have a company anymore. Okay, like, well,
1: I have some beef. I got some emails to send when we're done here. <laughs> because ugh, he's such... I
0: am obsessed with this boy. For those listening, before we get into our tangent,
1: 1997... So he's a legal adult. I hate that that's something that we have to talk about constantly.
0: Watching them perform. Like, when you see a new group and you're just like, oh, you're good, but oh, who's that? He's pretty. Fuck, how old is he? (laughs)
1: Sorry, I said
0: the struggle be real when you're an older fan, okay? Like, I'm not even, we're not even
1: that much of an older fan. I'm two years older than Inki. I I don't have that claim. I'm a lot older than that, so. (laughs) I think Uh,
0: I'm four. Four
1: years older?
2: than him but still it's like you look at these newer groups and i'm just like how old are you because looks are deceiving
0: right and it's just like bro this ain't fair uh so before recording we got to listen to jay freak out over one of unki's songs jay you want to start tell us your impressions oh god so okay listen oh you know me
2: like they, they they dog on me when i don't do my homework okay but i made sure i did today and I actually was listening to hong Unki on my way to work. And first impressions, because I didn't watch any music videos till before our recording. And I only watched one, which is the breathe music video, which we'll talk about. Don't worry, we'll get there. But impression like first impressions listening to his songs. I really liked his sound. Um, I, I'm, I don't really like to compare, but I, I think you guys can agree with me. His vocals are very, very reminiscent of Vix's N, especially yes! paranoia. Yes! And I'm just like, it's N! Oh my God, but you're not N! You, oh my God. And I really like N's vocals in Vix. So like hearing Hongun kis vocals and how velvety smooth it is, I'm like, I can get down with this. And like for me, I guess it's hard to also get into soloists, cause I'm very picky about the soloists that I like, but I really, really think he made a strong impression on me just because his music is also very sensual, a lot more sexy and r type. So I like, I'm just like, ooh, I'm here for that. But yes, they heard me literally D word die on mic. And I'm like, uh, hello? Who are you? And he's very handsome. He is a very, very handsome artist. Just saying.
1: Girl, I didn't even connect that he sounded like N. And if I wasn't obsessed before, I am now. So thanks for that. <laughs> You're welcome. No, but um, I sort of had an eye on him uh when he was in Reigns a little bit. Uh I don't want to go into too much detail about that one. But <laughs> T <What's he> after. <laughs> I really I also i am with Jay. I really like his um it's, I feel like sexy is the best way to describe it. It's just, like, this really intense R&B, and his voice is just, uh, and it's just, uh, and I hate it. <laughs> See, you can't have me recording at night, because I don't know when to stop. Their
0: new, His newest song, Flower, though, like, yes, br- Breathe will put me on my ass, but Flower makes me go uwu.
1: That's true. So, like, he does have the, the sexy side, but he also has that really, like, cute sort of sweet side uh that you see in his singles and especially the new one flower it's very like upbeat summery just sort of very very cute i'm just
0: obsessed with him um these days especially after listening to breathe um his song blow is really good too what is with these titles hang on <laughs> what is with that title is my question jesus christ bruh hey but you
2: guys need to listen to paranoia though Paranoia, paranoia is well, so good. Some things. I made Roxy feel some things after I told like listen to paranoia. Oh. Is there a music video out for that? Because I'm a need. I'm Please, a need.
1: God, no. That would murder. I that would murder. I don't need any more of that. I don't need it from that young boy. I don't need it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My friends who live here in Korea, who live in Seoul, um, happen to, like, it's a thing because we can't go to pre-promotions, like, to promotions and watch them perform live, they'll wait outside for, like, artists that will come out and they'll leave. He apparently has been giving them, like, cute little gifts, like, little hand fans and stickers and shit, and I'm just like, shut up, shut up, hey, Roxy, Roxy, let's go buy tickets, let's go,
1: I, I am on my way, bitch, I need to get out of this country right now, I'm on my way,
0: he is so soft, and I'm just like, I'm here for it. You've won. Can we talk about his fan name, though? No. <laughs> the fandom name has me shook. It's hand. As if, like, I mean, naming you
2: a could do blow. many things with a hand. As um. if naming the
1: song Blow wasn't bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the innuendos that are about to come out. Oh, well. You know he did that shit on purpose. I refuse to believe that he's innocent in this whole thing.
0: And as I was getting to know him, I've been watching interviews and things, and one interview he did I, on a YouTube channel, they talked about the possibility of dating
1: foreign fans, and he's like, yeah. And I'm just like, bruh. Hey, hey, I need you to go to Seoul and slip my number. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look, I'm desperate. I... I <laughs> He, he can't be going around being that way and not expect that to happen. I'm just thinking, like, I still can't get over his fandom name. It's just like, I'm a hand!
2: You know, <laughs> just like, if you say it that way, it's like, hey, guys, I, I'm a fan. Like, I consider myself a hand. And I'm just like, oh, God, just the giggles
1: that come out just thinking about it. All the innuendos aside, like, what the fuck even is that? Like did he just like is he dumb enough that he just like looked over? It's like, oh, that's my hand. I have that. That's gonna be the fandom name. So some other
0: information guys who might want this information. He is a Libra. He's five foot eleven. Um <laughs> where can
1: you find that?
0: <laughs> uh the profiles? Our favorite website?
1: Oh, of course. I never favorite, look at Zodiac signs.
0: <laughs> his favorite color is pink. He is flexible.
1: Why is uh, that there? I hate why, that. Why is that
0: there? I was about to just be like, wait. Oh no. <laughs> wait. Like, pause. Hello. Hello. He uh he left G O N Entertainment in 2019. Uh June 2019 and is now his own boss.
1: We love to see it.
0: He has his own YouTube channel, of course. Um, but it's called Everyday Um The it's everyday EKD, but it's just Han key, Ki, where he has, like, all his videos, and he does some, like, other fun things. Like, one of his vlogs is What's in My Bag that he posted a month ago. So if you really want to get to know him, I highly suggest looking at his channel. He has a wimpy 26,000 followers. Guys, come on. We can do better. We can do much better.
2: So consensus, consensus is if he has an online fan sign, me and Roxy and Amber are signing up for this, right? Yes. Oh, God. Reporter. <laughs> Got a fan out of me. I didn't even know he was part of Rain. See, this is why I'm like so out of it. And this is why a segment like this is really beneficial for you guys. Because it's like, really, I, like some of these artists that they suggest, I'm like, who? I've never
0: heard of these groups. I'm like looking through more of his videos. Apparently he makes brownies and he made cards and he he has like all these video diaries. He has a show called Take My Hand.
1: Literally, the only thing worse than being like outwardly sexy is also being really cute and nice. It is (laughs) the death. It is death. If you put all of that in one person. So I really hate this.
0: But he's so cute. I'm
2: obsessed. Roxy over here suffering. Roxy, he made a
1: get ready with me. No, 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 no. No, turn that off. I don't want to hear about it. I think like this he's, is a good enough reason to now call it a night
0: <laughs> before we drive Roxy off the road. He
1: made a choreography video to 21. I'm going to walk him. off the roof. The roof is in front of me and I'm going to walk off it. I
0: love him.
2: Mom, I love him! Yeah. I feel like I'm in the middle where there's one being super ooh, and the other one's like, please, dear God, save me.
1: <laughs> end me. Just end me. <laughs>
2: I think we have come to a conclusion. We love this guy. <laughs> Definitely give him a listen if you haven't already. He's a really good artist. And I really like how we we have a solo artist this time. So that's, that's a, a nice change up for uh, this underrated artist that we cover. For
1: the podcast I like how you can tell I like an artist when I say that I'm gonna walk off the roof
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean Roxy's first instinct is death
2: I mean oh if you want to talk about death my impending doom I've already signed my uh, Amber's writing my obituary right now and she's already figured out my will so that's for a different story if you want to know about that
0: maybe we'll talk about it in after all of these comebacks come out (laughs) yeah stay tuned on that one Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) all right so do we have any last thoughts ladies and ladies i i know my last thought is that i gotta go to bed (laughs) that's about all i got and i hate survival shows i think that pretty much sums it up
2: yeah i think for me it's like survival shows let's put it on the back burner for quite some time because i think roxy mentioned it earlier you know the history has a way of repeating itself. It's not going to be the end of survival shows. It's definitely going to make another comeback, but I think we just need a period of maybe,
0: what, five to ten years
2: before he brings survival <laughs> hey, shows back. We, we
0: had it. a survival show every year for the last, what, when did IOI debut? <laughs> Which, I mean, that's fine, but I'm like, I need
2: a break. I need new content. I don't need this.
0: Right. I'm here for it. Maybe we should do something, like, I don't know if you guys watched RuPaul's All-Stars, but, like, bring all of those groups together and have, like, a spill the tea. An untucked video, an un, untucked? Oh, that would be, oh,
2: that would be awesome.
0: I want to see what it was like for, like, the 101 people and being, like, I want to hear all the behind-the-scenes tea because we all know MNET edits things to make people look evil.
2: Yeah, so, but at the same
0: time, the NDA is probably
1: strictly how many years do you think it lasts, though?
0: Just a couple. I mean, what is it? When on one dispended in 2018, so they're probably – we could get something in the next, cup, like, five years seems about right.
1: Five years does seem about right. I though. want to do that. I want to bring them all back, like, as soon as the NDA expires and spill every single bit of tea. Or leave the idol world and then
0: come back with a YouTube channel, like a lot of former idols do, and just, like, spill all the tea. Please, I want to hear, like, behind-the-scenes shit. Like,
1: Daniel, tell me what happened behind the scenes. As I stated before, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We post every day, and we have a lot of exciting things in the works, um, as always. And be sure to catch up to make sure, you know, you know when stuff is coming out. We do have a print issue in the works right now, a new print issue. That's going to be very, very exciting when it's ready. And our Discord! Yes. And our Discord. Come um, join
0: us on Discord.
1: Our Discord is open to the public for everybody. Chat with us and some other creators in the K-pop sphere uh, are there as well. So it's a fun time. This has been the CrazeCast, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe.